It's the most wonderful time. Hello everyone at St. Michael's. Great that you can join us. My name's Jared. And my name's Skittles. And you may know us from Sinners Around School. And we are here to share with you this new wonderful festive podcast, Two Beards and the Nativity. I know, exciting stuff. Um, and uh, hopefully, um, as we go through um, the next few weeks uh, with this kind of podcast series for over Christmas, you are going to experience a little bit of the Christmas story, a little bit of festivity, a little bit of some of the things that maybe are going to be great about this Christmas, but also some of the things that you might struggle with this Christmas as well, given the fact it's a little bit more COVID restrictive. But most of all, we just want to have a bit of fun, um, get some of the Christmas spirit in us and prepare us for the festive season. How's, how's that sound, skills? That sounds great, mate. That sounds great. Superb. So um, to try and kick us off, because um, this year we all have a kind of image, don't we, around what a traditional Christmas uh, might look like for each of us. Um, uh, skills, what, what are the, some of the kind of Christmas traditions that you've kind of been prone to over the years? What are the kind of things? Uh, usually either meeting up with family or friends and playing absolutely weird and wacky board games yes. together. What's your favourite board game? Oh, a game called Exploding Kittens. Yes, love it. So actually, funny enough, a friend of mine got me a new board game for last Christmas, which I haven't really had a chance to play because it's all been socially distanced, called uh, Throw Throw Burrito. Have you played that? I, I haven't. I've heard of it, but I haven't yet played that. Okay, so it is literally, it's made by the same people who did Exploding Kittens, and it's a fast-paced card game where when you match cards up, you then get like these squidgy burritos and throw them at each other. Very good fun. I re- highly recommend it. But anyway, so we all have kind of different traditions, some of mine. Um, again, food is a big one for me. Um, my mum said to me this year, I was thinking of not getting a Christmas cake because you never eat all of it, and I was absolutely incensed. Oh, no, Christmas cake is amazing. Oh, it's incredible. I love the marzipan layer. Yeah, that's basically the marzipan and the icing. It's the main oh, thing you eat. That's it. Yeah, you leave leave the fruit. Who eats fruit for Christmas? Good grief. I mean, your Christmas present's easy then. Just some marzipan and some icing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, in bulk. Just two blocks. Mash them together. I'll eat them. Knife and fork. Glorious. So, um, so yeah, I was in the sense of saying, no, you've got to get some Christmas cake. So she's buying some um, against her will, which is great. And now I'm kind of been promised that i'm going to eat it so i'm going to eat the lot now but yeah so we all have our kind of own christmas traditions i don't know what you yours is um those of you listen to this um but this year it's going to look a bit a little bit different for us um and uh and i thought we thought it'd be nice to tackle a traditional christmas um because actually each um each person around the world christmas looks a little bit different anyway and so to not be so discouraged about the fact that christmas is going to look different but how can we embrace it and kind of own it and be like, well, actually, you know, this can still be a really good Christmas and we can still really enjoy time with family and traditions and maybe set new traditions. It could be a great opportunity. Um, but Skittles, I've been doing a little bit of research this week and um, about some Christmas uh, traditions. And uh, you, I, I want to see what you think about some of these, right? <laughs> so here's one. This is, and this is all the way from Japan. This is what the Christmas tradition in Japan, they eat KFC for Christmas dinner. Your thoughts go. I mean, uh, to be honest with you, I think that's that's pretty good. I like the sound of that. No having to slave over the the stove for hours cooking food, just nip out and get some. That's that's great. But uh, but I, I do feel really bad though for the people who who work at KFC that they're going to have to work on Christmas Day to provide all that food for people, and think how busy it'll be. 
Well, funnily enough, they don't actually, you don't actually have to go and collect it. It's like when people order their turkey really far in advance, you can order your KFC like a month in advance and they'll deliver it to your door on Christmas Day. I mean, that's even better. <laughs> I know, I mean, right? You don't have to get out your pyjamas. You can just stay in your pyjamas while having a KFC. Oh, yeah, glorious. Apparently, it's more of a couple's thing as well, allegedly. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know how true that is. But anyway, so yeah, Japan. And they dress up their colonel outside the front of the shop, all in like Santa gear and stuff. It's like, it's a big deal. Um, Norway, here's another one. They hide their brooms because they think if they do, evil spirits and witches won't get them. That's a Norwegian thing, which isn't that far away. That's kind of like a... I mean, I think that sounds pretty insane to be honest yeah yeah ditto i mean i don't even have a broom never mind i don't so uh, we have a mop kind of broom thing don't we but maybe we should hide that on christmas day maybe we should put in... well, yeah. well you think if that was an issue just get rid of your broom altogether then you don't have to hide it yeah, just get a new one yeah new one for the new year yeah, exactly oh yeah yeah maybe um venezuela they all roller skate to church on christmas day i mean i would totally skateboard to church instead of roller skate yes i think that... they even close the roads they close the road. Uh, yeah, well, they even close the roads for the whole city, so they can all like between certain times, so they can do it. That's amazing. So that's quite a cool little one. Yeah, yeah. Like so a little bit of that. Um, Greenland, right? So um, this is this is a bit weird. They eat raw whale skin called matak. That is disgusting. Like, that's that's genuine. Yeah, and it's absolutely like, vile. That sounds horrible. Yeah, oh, it is. It is. It's horrendous. Um, apparently, it stinks. But um, yeah, don't know. That's apparently a really popular thing over there. And lastly, I mean, I'm sure there's more than these, but these are the ones I looked up. Um, there is, uh, uh, so do you know where Catalonia is? So it's a place like in like a region of Barcelona, right? And uh, or a region of Spain where Barcelona is. And um, and they, they have this tradition. Now this is by far the weirdest one that I read, called the defecating log. Right. right. It sounds kind of dubious <laughs> def- already. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's. I mean, it's weird, right? It, it just gets weirder the more you explain it. And they have this thing, and you can you can look up videos of the the kind of tradition of this on on YouTube if you want to, right? And the defecating log, uh, defecating is just a posh word for pooping, right? So it's what what they do they they have this they have this log that they dress up and like they draw a face on at Christmas time, and then what they'll do they'll get left leftover food over the Christmas season, and they'll kind of inverted commas feed the log, end quote, right? And they'll feed the log this um, this leftover food, and then what they'll do come Christmas Day, they'll cover the back end, as in the bottom end of the log on the floor, with like a blanket or something, and then the kids will come down with sticks and they will beat the log, right? So they'll hit the log with the sticks, and they'll sing a song whilst hitting the log, and the the song that they sing is something to, like the translation is literally, if you don't poo very well. I'm going to beat you with this stick, right? And then they'll hit the log with the stick. And then once they finish the song, the parents pull back the bot- the blanket covering the bottom end. And there's there's just loads of sweets on the floor as if the log has pooed out loads of sweets. And that that is that is a, a Catalan, Catalan Christmas tradition, the defecating log. Okay, that's probably the most insane I've heard out of all of them. Um, whoever came up with this, I, I'm concerned about them greatly oh totally i mean they I know all we all it. have weird traditions i'm sure everybody's family has odd traditions that they do each year but that yeah, yeah. i mean we might have to add that to our list uh, well what well, are we going to do I that in the house have, we might have plan. to give it a go excellent I'm a, I'm, <laughs> i mean 
I'm, I'll be surprised if it does actually produce sweets at the end of it. But we can we can only try, can't we? We can only try. So if anyone else wants to have a go at the defecating log Christmas tradition or set that out, please let us know. We'd love to know the I'd results. I'd love to know your parents' reactions when you tell them yeah. what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, see, see how they react. It'd be good fun. Um, so those are just some Christmas traditions. The point of highlighting those is just to kind of say Christmas is going to feel a little bit weird this year, but I guarantee it's probably not going to be quite as weird as some of those traditions um, that we hear about all across the world. So Christmas looks different anyway. And this year it's just actually how can we take ownership of it, enjoy it, have fun with it, and maybe start some new traditions uh, and just make this Christmas just a really great Christmas. Might be worth having a discussion with your parents even and just say, okay, what's Christmas going to look like this year? Just to kind of, I don't know, set your expectations. It could be really helpful. Now, another bit of a Christmas tradition, uh, Skittles. Do you like Christmas crackers? Oh, mate, I love Christmas crackers. The jokes are just... The jokes are so bad they make you laugh. And that's apparently that's why they actually do it is because they know that people laugh at them because they're so bad because you're expecting to hear a bad joke. And that's why we actually laugh at those Christmas jokes. Is that really it? Yeah. So they're actually bad on purpose? They're bad on purpose because they know you expect it. So you'll laugh at it. Oh, grief. I didn't know that. Um, I have interest. Do you have um, a joke in mind? What's your worst joke that you know? Um... I, I can tell you the joke I told you the other night, which is, um, what's the oh, yes. what, okay. what does um, a tuna, a piano, and a pot of glue have in common? I don't know. What does a tuna, a pot of glue, and a piano have in common? You can tune a piano, but you can't piano a tuna. And what about the glue? Oh, I knew you'd get stuck there. <laughs> You're not laughing. I'm not laughing, no. But I did actually chuckle the first time, I have to say. I, I, to be fair, I did chuckle because it was that bad. But um, but fair play. That could be a good Christmas tracker, good Christmas cracker joke. Okay, here's my joke. Right, um, this is a classic go-to. So it's not very Christmassy, but nonetheless. So there's two fish in a tank, right? And one fish turns to the other fish and says, "How do you drive this thing?" That's disgraceful. <laughs> That's a brilliant joke. What are you disgraceful? Yeah, a sense of humour for Christmas. That's what it is. Right. So, um, love a good Christmas cracker, right? Full of good jokes. Can't get enough of it. So, we thought as well, it'd be really great for those of you listening, if we could do a bit of a competition. So, um, this uh, these next few weeks leading up to Christmas, the plan is there's going to be, um, for each year group, there's going to be uh, a little like post box kind of thing or box of some description we, uh, next to your year group area that you can put in um, little slips of paper and ideas and post things to us right um, and they will collect and then when we come to the next week then we'll be able to have a look at them and give, maybe bring some out on this podcast right and so we thought it'd be great to have a little competition um, based around a good Christmas cracker right so um, and the idea will be uh, in a Christmas cracker, what I mean, Skittles, what do you get in a Christmas cracker? Normally? Oh, you get that really weird paper hat, like the paper crown. Oh, yeah. You get oh, yeah. Paper crown. Good old joke to make us laugh. And then yeah. also, like, a little random item of some kind. Random item. I, I, yeah, I remember getting, like, a, do you know those little flicky frogs that you Yeah, can I remember do, them. Where just little plastic and you flick the backside and it makes it jump and stuff. You, you I, I always look at, like, like looking at the uh, the box of crackers first, just get an idea of what I'd get out of a cracker, oh, yeah. just to see what my parents oh, had totally. thought. And it was always the cheapest crackers that they could possibly find. 
Oh, yeah. And I was always chuffed if I got, I think it was like that little screwdriver set. Oh, yeah. That's decent. Yeah. I remember I had um, I was around uh, at Christmas at a friend's house and they're fairly well off. So they always buy decent crackers. And I, I got myself like a, a bottle opener out of one. I was well impressed. That was by, by far the best thing I ever got. And it fitted on my key ring. It's actually now in my car attached to my uh, my mirror, funny enough. But yeah, it's decent. Um, anyway, enough about Christmas cracker presents. Point being, we want to give you an opportunity to enter into a bit of a competition where you can make your own Christmas cracker. But it's going to be a Christmas cracker for me and Skittles. Oh, And so what's going to happen is this. You're going to make a little Christmas cracker. You can look up on YouTube and there's good ways you can do it using like um, empty loo roll shells and uh, and kind of like tissue paper, whatever, um, whatever, whatever works for you guys. You can put this Christmas cracker together and then we want you to fill it with three items, right? Now, one of those, uh, so one is going to be a joke. So you've got to write a joke down, put it in. And the other two are just like what you think would be uh, good Christmas cracker items, right? Now, there is a condition, Skittles. What is the condition of these okay, items? Okay, so the joke is not to be a rude one. Can't be rude. And we don't Thank want you. any repeats. So we want you to come up with something more original, something mm. that we won't have heard. Because if we're yes. going through these crackers and we see the same joke over and over again, you're just going to get low marks on it, to be honest. Um, yeah, very The true. Christmas hat, very we true. want you to make a Christmas hat and, and make it kind of funky, something different, something we're not used to seeing. Mm. Um, and the third one is with the thing that's got to go in the Christmas cracker, do not spend more than two pounds. If anything, do handmade stuff would be good. We like handmade stuff. I mean, mm. it's, it's not a trying to impress us with who can buy the best thing. It's just a, who can put in the weirdest and most interesting item in there. Absolutely. Creativity will win the day, believe us. So those are the three things for your Christmas cracker. And whoever... After these three weeks, so on the the third week, we will announce who we have decided is the winning Christmas cracker and they will win a prize. Now, what is that prize? Well, it will be edible and it will be decent. Is that fair enough, Skittles? I think that's fair enough. I don't think they need to know any more than that. Exactly. But it will be worth entering because it will be a decent edible gift. It won't be a defecating log. Don't worry about that. It won't be a defecating log. Although the things that the log defecates may be examples of what you might win. So uh, so check out the defecating log for ideas, if that helps. So um, you have to be in it to win it. Um, And yeah, if you've got anything, you can post those Christmas crackers into one of these post boxes. We'll take them out. We'll even open some on air and it'll be really good fun. So blow us away with your creativity and glorious Christmas crackers. We can't wait to see. So moving on, we, uh, we thought it would be a great idea as well um, in this little Christmas season just to think about um, what Christmas gifts look like. Because traditionally, gift giving is always a huge part of Christmas. And sometimes I don't think it would feel quite the same if we didn't have this kind of tradition of gift giving. But I have to say, I was thinking, reminiscing about past Christmases, I, I've had some wonderful gifts off people, but I've also had some absolute stinkers and i mean like they were given with the best of intentions like they're people you know real heart forgiving and yet i've come back and i've thought good gracious what were they thinking giving me that and so i thought it'd be nice to just kind of um skills i was thinking it'd be nice to uh, chat a little bit about what what our worst christmas gifts were 
Because actually, some of these, I don't know about you, I, I look back and I look back with fondness. I find them quite funny. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I was thinking about this when you asked me this question, what was the worst Christmas gift I got? I, at first, you know, I genuinely could not think of the worst Christmas gift I've ever got. I thought, you know, people always get me like packets of Skittles and it's quite unoriginal, but that's not, that's not a bad thing. Um, and then just yeah. while we were sitting here and I was thinking, what was the worst Christmas gift I've ever got? I thought back to last Christmas. Um, and um, so my housemate at the time, Jared, got me this squeaky rubber <laughs> chicken that sounds a bit like this. Oh, I forgot about and that. And I thought, you know what? <laughs> it might not be the worst, but it's definitely the weirdest thing that someone's yeah. probably ever bought me. I completely forgot about that. That is a. Uh... A stonking gift. I mean, and, and to paint a picture for you, it's not it's not one of those yellow ones. It's bright fluorescent pink. So yeah. it looks like a raw chicken. <laughs> it does. Oh, that is disgusting. Yeah. But um, yeah, it does make a cracking sound. Um, what about you, Jared? What's, what's your worst one? So, so me. Well, to be fair, I've got a couple. Because um, normally we... <laughs> normally. So me and some really close mates, we have this kind of tradition where we um, every year we have to give each other the worst gift. And so we make it a bit of a joke and we can't spend money on it. It has to be stuff that we've acquired that we have to give to them and we can't re-gift the gifts, obviously. So, um, so for example, my friend Dan, he got me, he got me a, a, a chemistry set with half the bits missing. That was one gift. He's also got me, um, he got me a matchstick boat in the box that was that it'd been under his bed for 15 years and had like when i say a layer of dust like i mean it was like an inch thick remember this right jared he wrapped it up with that dust still in the packet didn't he oh yeah absolutely he he made sure that that dust is a feature um my friend i think my friend gave me a pot of hair gel that was half used and had some of his hair in it so that was that was really bad um what's the worst ones you've given back to them the worst the worst ones um Oh, grief. I gave um, my friend, again, to give back to my friend Dan as payback, I gave him an old computer screen, like one of the big chunky ones. And then the following year, I gave him like the computer tower to go with it. Now you might think, and, it, oh. and none of it worked, right? And you might think... And oh, last year, like, I gave you um, oh, that. a broken mouse and keyboard, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, broken mouse and keyboard, yeah. Yeah, we cut the wires off them so that they became just wireless. So they did, yeah. <laughs> just so they, they really didn't work. And one year I gave uh, my friend Alex, I gave him a guitar that, that didn't work. Um, the, neck was, the neck was broken. And an amp oh, that, that didn't work. Yeah, and an amp that didn't work. But um, the, you might think, oh, that's not that bad. But the rule is we're not allowed to throw them out. So they, they have to keep these items. And so the bulk so you and more... collect these items up every year? Yeah. And, How long have you been doing this for? Oh, grief. Uh, about, about nine or ten years. So, okay. so uh, yeah, quite. We've all accumulated quite a lot of gifts. Yeah, a bit of a nightmare, really. But also, as well, I got one. This isn't quite the same because this was actually a new gift, but from my mum, right? And this was one where, um, so Christmas morning, huge box under the tree, right? Massive. How I am. You, how old were you at the time? Oh, mate? grief! How old was I? So I'd have been at secondary school. So that must have been about oh, 13, 14, something like that, right? Oh, okay. And um. And huge box. I'm thinking, great, what's this? Like, thinking it was going to be, you know, the next video games console or, I don't know, whatever. I thought it was going to be something meaty, and right? And I was going to love it. And uh, so I unwrap this thing. There's a box. I open the box. And inside the box is another box. 
right? Ooh, so I'm sitting thinking, oh, mysterious. Still excited mm. at this point. Pull the box inside out, put it down, and then I unwrap that box and then open it and I look inside and there's another box, right? So at this point, I'm thinking, okay, I, I can kind of see a theme in this, right? Pull that box out, unwrap it, open it, another box inside, right? This, at this point, the boxes are obviously getting smaller and smaller. Oh, mate, I'm on the edge of my seat here. Oh, oh, so was I, right? I was thinking this, maybe it's getting small because it's going to be like a handheld console or it's going to be something, you know, fun. I don't know, whatever it might be. Oh, right, yeah. so I pull this box out, take the paper off, open it, and it's a pair of school shoes for the next term. So Wait, my mum had... You got school shoes for Christmas? I got school shoes, yeah. I mean, obviously, I got more than that. But the point was... She got she got me school shoes and wrapped it up in about four different boxes to hide the fact it was school shoes, and she thought it was hilarious to see. Like she just thought it was the best joke ever. I can just imagine her excited. Well, watching you and seeing your excitement get oh. higher and higher and higher. Yeah, and then you just open it, school shoes. Deflated. I mean, how did you react to that? Were you thankful for the gift that you got, or were I mean, you were you absolutely livid and stormed out the room in a I, massive? Hug? I wasn't livid and stormed out the room. There was an element of I did find it funny because I was thinking, oh, I was more annoyed that I hadn't thought of that, right, or okay. something like that, because that would be that be kind of thing that I'd try and pull, but I didn't so think of it quick enough. She did, she did. Credit to her, but nonetheless, uh, in all fairness, I was grateful because actually I did need school shoes. And it was a very practical gift. I did use it every day because I had to. So in that sense, it was actually a really good gift. But at the time, especially at the age I was, you don't always realise what you should be grateful for and what you shouldn't. So yeah. there's a bit of a lesson in that as well, to be fair. But such is life. Okay. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that was just a little bit of insight into Christmas gift giving and what it looks like to be grateful. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes, like that school shoe example, it can be quite tricky to always approach Christmas in a way that, like, you know what, whatever I get, something I should be grateful for, right? That's one thing that when I was a kid, maybe I should have maybe thought about a little bit more. Have you seen those videos, Jared, where on YouTube of where parents decide to give their kids something that is not what they asked for? So kids are super excited on Christmas Day and they're like the parents yeah. say, open this gift first, open this gift first. Um, and the kid's super excited and he starts unwrapping it or she starts unwrapping it. And, like, and there's ones like where someone's putting a banana and I, and there's a great, great, great example. With that not and the kid is so happy. He's like, oh my gosh, a banana, some bananas. Thank you so much. <laughs> and like genuinely, this kid is so ecstatic about it. And then there's other ones where this, this little boy opens up the package. He's like, oh, what present have I got? And he opens it and it's a Barbie doll. And he just full on goes into tantrum mode. Like, oh no. Breaks down. And then there's one more I'll give an example of. Um, you know, the kid wanted the newest FIFA. Um, and yeah. the parents purposely got him one from like rather than Xbox One for Xbox 360, so he couldn't play it, and he just oh. absolutely flipped out there. This is a wrong console, and uh, it's they're hilarious to watch. But at the same time, you know, you're thinking oh. these kids should just be thankful for what they've got. They've got a whole load of yeah, other yeah. presents to go. Just move on and crack on. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, yeah, a bit of a lesson. I haven't actually seen any of those videos. I know how I'm spending my evening tonight. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, just a little bit of a food for thought there about kind of things we might struggle with at Christmas. Um, now, this is the other thing we wanted to bring to you as well. So in those little boxes we talked about, they're going to be in your kind of year group areas that you can post your Christmas crackers into. But actually, there's also an opportunity to treat me and Skittles on this little podcast over Christmas 
as your uh, Christmas agony uncles. So like you have an agony, <laughs> Skittles has just rolled his eyes at, at that phrase. You, you can't see it, so I thought I'd describe it. So although um, uh, you may have heard the term agony aunt, we are going to be your agony uncles over this Christmas period. And so there's an opportunity over the next couple of weeks, if you have any questions or concerns or queries about the Christmas season um, and, and things that you might struggle with, then you guys have an opportunity to write some of your questions down and post them into your year group boxes. And that way we can take all the questions you guys throw in, have a little look at them, see where some of you might be asking maybe the same questions as well. Some of you might be asking, uh, uh, three or four of you might be asking the same question and we can address that if there's loads of you you have that kind of query. So um, there's another opportunity there. So two things to put in the post boxes uh, over this little season. One are your Christmas crackers. Two are questions for your agony uncles that we can unpack. And it can just be really serious questions, but it can also be fun questions as well, uh, whatever you guys fancy or feel. And we'll pick just maybe one or two out and next week we'll unpack them. How's that sound, Skills? That sounds good. Since we haven't got a question this week, Jared, mm. I've got yeah. one for you. Oh, grief. Okay. Making me nervous. We haven't planned this. <laughs> Go on. So um, if we take Christ out of Christmas, what have we got? Oh, grief. Mus? Mus. Just mus. No, funny enough, I think uh, that's actually a really good question. Um, so if we take Christ out of Christmas, what we got? Well, funny enough, uh, when looking at like Christmas, I suppose looking at gift giving, uh, in general, for example, um, you, when you read the Christmas story, you you read about this Jesus who was born. You read you, you read a story about how he was uh, in a dark time. He was the hope of the world. Mm. He was someone that people travelled to see from miles and miles around. The wise men, uh, these magi from the east, and they brought these gifts of uh, you may have heard this part of the story of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, and uh, and they were all just really lavish gifts, just to basically come and um, and enjoy um, and just bless this child that was born and to say, wow, we, we kind of honor you, we worship you, all these things. So I suppose, first of all, the whole thing about Christmas, the hope that we have at Christmas, the whole tradition of gift giving, the, all, all those sorts of things all come out of this one little baby boy born 2000 years ago. So if you take Christ and his journey from birth out of that, actually, you aren't left with very much of the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of one thing and even even then like because again i was talking about my school shoes right and all the other rubbish gifts i got and what was your gift again that you said was oh trying to think oh the child oh, sorry the rubber chicken good grief that's loud um so yeah i've comp- how did i forget that so we're talking about gifts and maybe things at the time i wasn't very grateful for but you look at jesus and and you have this guy this small baby and he receives this um, this gift of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And you might think, "Wow, what a what a gift for a small child that that a kid's going to get some gold at that age." I'd kill for some gold. Mm. Grief. I'd be straight down the shop trading that in for the new FIFA. No, it wouldn't be the new FIFA. It'd be something else. But um, but yeah. So this is what it says in the Bible. Um, On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. So that was kind of the thing, right? They brought these gifts, but Jesus is a baby. He can't appreciate the gifts. He can't, he doesn't comprehend the gifts. 
and these wise men, they, they would have known that. They've come to give these gifts. But the, the whole point wasn't, oh, Jesus needs this gold. It wasn't, oh, he needs this myrrh and this frankincense. It was just a way that they could come and be like, oh, we want to honor you and worship you for who you are. They traveled for a long way. They'd come to basically say, oh, we want to be part of this season. And, and I think it's really important to recognize Jesus didn't need those gifts, but they gave them to him just to say, we recognize who you are, the son of God, the hope that we have in the season. And so when we transfer that to this season, our tradition may go out the window this Christmas. It may be totally flipped on its head and it's not going to maybe feel the same as it would do and maybe not what we hope it to be. But the main story, the essence of the story of Jesus hasn't changed, that he came as a baby to earth. Yes, they brought him gifts and they came and worshipped him, but he didn't need any of that. It was just a thing of they wanted to say, you are the real reason for this. We want to recognize that's what Christmas is all about. And and from that, yeah, it's just something we can take in and realize, you know what, whatever we get this Christmas, it's more about relationships, about who we spend time with. It's about recognizing what Christmas is all about and, and really treasuring that over things that in some ways are a bit superficial, yeah. I guess. Does, does that answer a bit it your does. question? I, I think it's um, really important to remember as well is, you know, when these guys came to find Jesus, he wasn't staying in like the Hilton Hotel or Trump Tower. He was, you know, yeah. he was in a stable surrounded yeah. by animals and probably all poo and wee and the hay and everything. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's like a really poor family. Um, and these guys came and brought something special. But when we look at it, the, the most special and most precious thing in that, that picture is not the gold frankincense and myrrh it's the gift of jesus and it's just a reminder that you know this christmas um you may find yourself in a, a hard place you may feel like you've not got much around you nothing worth much but just remember that you know jesus is still your gift this christmas you know he is the most precious thing that you can receive um, and it's just really good to remember that as we come to the christmas season to be thankful for for that as the main thing that god has sent his, his only son his his most precious thing down to us mm. amazing nice one skills love that um yeah so when it comes to tradition just remember this year it may not look the same but you have an opportunity to a set your own traditions um and we've looked at a few but also to remember the tradition that really matters the tradition that actually christ is right in the middle of christmas and he's the thing that really really counts this year and christ is something that doesn't change jesus is the same yesterday today and forever and we can't forget that so that's it in a nutshell that's just a little intro for our little christmas series we are ready and waiting for your christmas crackers and your agony uncle questions skittles you got anything else to add no i think that's it mate what we what are we looking at next week oh next week well next week we're going to move on from tradition of christmas to the spirit of christmas and what that looks like oh i know it's exciting isn't it oh i'm just feel christmasy thinking about it so next week decorations up yeah um no first of december first actually december. by the time this goes out it will be they'll be up they'll oh, be great, great. <laughs> <laughs> this is not live folks but it's still great so um so we'll see you next week looking forward to it tune in um and we'll see you then take care god bless Bye-bye. bye bye